Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, November 10th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The Army Corps of Engineers has concluded there's no radiation threat at a Hazelwood District Elementary School. Some parents don't believe that. I am not surprised that they came with no data. I am not surprised that they used language that is outside of common vernacular. I am not surprised that they were deliberately misleading. The Army Corps has delivered preliminary results from more testing at Jenna Elementary and plans to speak to the Hazelwood School District Board again next week. The testing was carried out after a private firm reported high levels of radioactive contamination inside the school in Florissant. Army Corps Colonel Kevin Gollinghorst says he's confident in those preliminary results. Just as we have a commitment to continue to search for the truth and continue to search for any contaminant of concern, right now, based off our extensive sampling and testing, we do not see that concern. The district is not planning to reopen Jana at this time because those results are preliminary. A final report will be released in a few weeks. The Corps is planning a public forum to address questions from community members. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumpke will have more on those recent tests in just a few minutes. Bobby Bostick is a free man. The 43-year-old was released yesterday after spending 27 years in prison. Bostick was sentenced to 241 years for a robbery he committed in 1995 when he was a teenager. Post-Dispatch reports he was granted parole last December. Bostick says he is looking forward to finding a job and relearning how to drive. Illinois abortion providers saw a dramatic jump in procedures since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June. The clinics performed nearly 7,000 abortions in the two months after the decision. That's a jump of nearly 30 percent from before the high court ruling. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports. The numbers come from the Society of Family Planning, which supports abortion rights. The group collects data from hospitals, clinics, and other abortion providers. The report attempts to quantify how the high court's decision and subsequent abortion bans in Missouri and other states affected access to the procedure. Mallory Schwartz is director of Pro-Choice Missouri. She says Illinois providers are determined to serve abortion patients, but... There just is not the capacity in any of these places to meet the needs of people who need abortions in the dozen-plus states like Missouri that have gone dark. Missouri saw little change since the state's remaining abortion clinic had been sending clients to the Metro East for a few years. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Fresh off his re-election win, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is still facing multiple questions about whether he'll run for president. Alex Stegman reports. Despite meetings with top Democrats in other states and fiery speeches espousing Democratic values, Pritzker has downplayed his growing national profile for months. That practice is continuing. Pritzker told reporters he's, quote, not focused on running for president. He was asked if he would run in 2024 if President Biden doesn't. But again, Pritzker would not directly answer. He has said that he intends to run, and so I look forward to supporting him. I look forward, hopefully, to getting the convention here in Chicago so that we can renominate him and reelect him. During his news conference, Pritzker repeatedly branded the Republican Party as the party of Donald Trump and said his opponent was a, quote, Trump disciple. I'm Alex Stegman. A new documentary play about Percy Green and his activist group Action makes its way to a local stage tomorrow. The play, Action, 
details how Green and his group infamously infiltrated the Veiled Prophet Ball in 1972. Director Catherine Bentley says this incident is a key piece of St. Louis history. This was just something that was really pivotal in uh, changing the landscape of St. Louis and um, really bringing to light some of the things that a lot of St. Louisans don't know about. Bentley was a guest this week on St. Louis on the Air. Action runs through November 20th at the Gaslight Theater in the Central West End. A St. Louis community leader who helped launch the Matthews Dickey Boys and Girls Club has died. Martin Matthews was 97. Matthews and Hubert Dickey Ballantyne founded the club in 1960 as a baseball club, mostly for black children. The organization has grown to welcome more than one million children and become one of the region's most well-known community centers. Funeral services are pending. Matthews is survived by three children and three grandchildren. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has concluded there is no cause for concern about any radiation threat at Jana Elementary in Florissant. The school will remain closed with many school board members and parents skeptical of the Corps' preliminary test results. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke discusses those findings with our Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson. So the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers preliminary report contradicts an independent report that found excessive levels of radioactive materials taken from samples from the Jana campus back in August. What exactly did the Army Corps say to the Hazelwood School District's board? The Army Corps basically said that Jana Elementary is safe. It said that it found no radioactive material above the expected range of background levels. But I think it's important to note that this is a preliminary report. They didn't actually share any numbers from the samples that they collected, and they said that they're going to be releasing a full report in the next few weeks. But they did say that they are confident in their findings and that they do think Jana Elementary is safe. Kate, how did the board respond to this news? The board spent about an hour and a half asking a lot of questions about these findings, and it seemed like they were a little bit confused and maybe didn't exactly trust what the Army Corps of Engineers was saying. They were especially confused because of this earlier report that said that there were unacceptable levels of radioactive contamination at the school. And so they were questioning why there were such different results, and many of them even talked about personal experiences they've had and their family have had with cancer in this area. So they definitely seemed to be skeptical. Here's what board member Sylvester Taylor had to say during that questioning. You can understand our concern when we have one report screaming, oh my God, get them kids out of there. And then your report uh, a month later saying, there's nothing there. You can understand what, you can understand our angst. I'm just saying. So how does Janet Elementary fit into the larger story about radioactive waste at Coldwater Creek? So Coldwater Creek, the Army Corps of Engineers has already said, was contaminated with World War II era munition waste. And that's what eventually made its way down to where Jana Elementary is. Jana Elementary actually sits on Coldwater Creek. And so that's the understanding is that this same radioactive contamination that the earlier report from Boston Chemical Data Corporation found is from that same contamination in Coldwater Creek. Following the initial report, Jana Elementary shut down. Roughly 375 students are now being reassigned to other schools following Thanksgiving break. What has the Hazelwood School District said regarding this news? Is there any chance that Jana Elementary will reopen? 
I think it's still too early to tell with that. So because this was a preliminary report, the school board didn't actually take any action related to it. And I don't think that they are considering these final results yet. And I'm not sure if they're going to make any changes for their plans for Jana Elementary, even once these results are final. What are the parents saying about all this? People were very upset after this presentation at the school board meeting. And actually, the president of the Parent Teacher Association at JANA went up to the Army Corps of Engineers officials with a laptop trying to get them to talk about other data that they have found in previous studies of this area. Why is that not considered contamination? Why are you telling it's our school district? all part of the record of the decision process. But that does not mean you get to call it not contamination. So they were pretty upset and kind of said that these this confusion was just making them even more distrustful of the situation. Here's what Jana Elementary Parent Teacher Association President Ashley Bernard had to say after that confrontation. Oh, I'm not surprised by what we heard today. I am not surprised that they came with no data. I am not surprised that they used language that is outside of common vernacular. I am not surprised that they were deliberately misleading. The Army Corps of Engineers would not say much about why their results were so different from that earlier report, but they did say that they're very confident in what they found and that they think Jana Elementary is safe. And they also did say that the methodologies might be different from that private firm study and their study. What are the next steps going forward? So next week at the Hazelwood School District School Board meeting, the Army Corps of Engineers is going to do another presentation. It's not clear to me if that's going to include new or different information or if it's just going to be an opportunity for more people to find out about all of this. And then they're also going to be holding a public forum next week on Wednesday. But as far as actual changes for Jana Elementary students, I don't think those are coming. The students are expected to be given new school assignments and to scatter between a few different elementary schools starting after Thanksgiving break. That's St. Louis Public Radio's education reporter Kate Grumke. Thank you for continuing to follow this story and for the latest update. Thanks, Marseanne. We have more details about that preliminary report from the Army Corps of Engineers at stlpr.org. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.